In this podcast, I talk about why it is that real estate agents shouldn't be sharing their data with anybody who can market better than them. And I'll give you a Facebook hack that'll help you make and save tens of thousands of dollars over the fullness of the next few years. I'm Dave from Real and I hope you enjoy the podcast. So why is it that real estate agents are doing exactly this? They're, they're providing their data freely to other companies that have more resources and that can better market to their clients than what they can. It seems to me to be a little bit silly, but it's exactly what's been going on. And uh, this type of activity is being facilitated through uh, companies like, say, Rate My Agent, realestate.com.au. These quite large companies in comparison to, say, uh, just a, a standalone real estate operator um, have tremendous resources. They've got excellent availability of um, AI in order to better retarget a, a, an audience than what real estate agents could ever, ever hope to. And so why is it that real estate agents are making it easier for these companies to do so? Well, there's a couple of reasons. One, they don't actually see the motivation of these other organizations as being exactly that, uh, to be able to essentially better market to an audience of people that are looking at the pointy end of proceedings when it comes to transacting in real estate. And so this is what's going on at the moment. Uh, a real estate agent um, gets approached by Rate My Agent. Rate My Agent says, we will approach everybody and anybody that deals with you in a real estate transaction, and we will ask them to provide a review for you on our website. And then we'll make our website an authority by handing out awards to real estate agents. We'll uh, publish some press releases so that it looks like that you know we're, we're at the pinnacle of the industry and will lend a great deal of credibility to these reviews. So agents think, well, this is not a bad idea. I don't like really soliciting uh, reviews and feedback from my clients. I'd much prefer that come from a third party. And so they share their data, their, their client's information to rate my agent who then approach these people and say, hey, how about a review for uh, Joe Bloggs, real estate agent? Um, can you tell us how we went? Give us a five-star review. Um, give us your thoughts. Then, of course, Rate My Agent has that information forever. So they know who you sold to, where you sold to them. Uh, they know uh, the, also the likely gestation period of the or the average years of transactions that occur in that particular location. They understand that these people um, have a good relationship with that agent. Equally, they'll be aware that when that real estate agent is no longer working in the profession. Um, also, they'll understand what the caliber of that real estate agent was in the first place and whether or not that real estate agent is even worth sending to these people in five to 10 years time when they eventually come to sell the home. So in the meantime, what Rate My Agent will do is they'll diligently uh, continue to email uh, real estate specific information. They'll track the activities of these people on the internet and they'll have a broad understanding as to when they're edging closer to their next real estate transaction, whether that be buying or selling. Then what Rate My Agent will do is that they will start to market to those people appropriately. Now, if that potential uh, home seller is uh, thinking of selling, um, they will start to behave in a certain way. They'll go to, they'll visit certain websites, they'll spend longer uh, in, on certain Facebook 
groups. They'll, uh, they'll start to provide tells so that it's easy for AI to be able to determine that they are indeed edging closer to buying or selling real estate. And then what they'll do is that they'll cleverly start target marketing those people with really relevant information. Now, will it be the real estate agent that referred the information to them in the first place or provided the information to them in the first place that'll be put in front of these potential home sellers? Or do you think it might be the real estate agent that's paying the company, say Rate My Agent, for example, the highest amount of money in order to do that? I just wonder. So we are living in interesting times where real estate agents are freely giving up their data to companies that can market better to that uh, information than what that agent can. It seems like a suicide on an industrial level. Essentially, you're doing everything you can to ensure that your life is harder into the future. So my recommendation to real estate agents is very, very simple. If a company is asking you for information or client information to do you a favor, then um, examine that carefully. Look at the resources of that company. Look at what it is that they do. And if indeed that they are a marketing company, ask yourself, are they going to do a better job of marketing to these people over the fullness of the next 5, 10, 15 years than I am? And if the answer to that is yes, then you'd be silly to provide that information to that company. Now, real estate agents that aren't particularly good at marketing themselves are particularly prone to this. And the chances of them being around in the industry in the next five or 10 years probably isn't all that high in the first place. And, uh, and it's probably under that radar that these companies are operating at the moment. Uh, but the reality is, is that uh, even excellent real estate agents that are, are very, very good at marketing uh, to their database, that are very good at um, uh, maintaining relationships, uh, they are still susceptible and prone. Uh, even after selling real estate for as long as I have and having sold over a thousand properties, every now and again, one still slips away. Uh, it happened recently where I thought I had a listing in the bag. Another agent was introduced to the process. They happened to get the business and I was left hanging as a result of that. So it does happen regardless. And you are more prone to it when you've got a company that has a highly sophisticated marketing uh, tool at its disposal that it's deploying specifically in order to put a wedge between you and your consumer. So keep that very much in mind. Um, so be very wary of the major real estate portals that are moving into the review space. They are harvesting data. Be very mindful as to whether or not you're going to be part of that process for them. Um, same with a company like Rate My Agent. Domain.com will go in a similar way. There are other review sites that are starting to pop up as a result of the success of Rate My Agent. A lot of the major real estate portals are now providing that service as well. And so just be very, very careful when Homely ask whether or not they uh, can uh, solicit a review on your behalf. And all you have to do is enter the client's details and I'll happily zip them out an email. Just ask yourself, are Homely still going to be around in five years' time? Now, if the answer is yes, and will, will they have the resources to better market to those people than I can? If the answer to that is yes, don't give them the information. Now, even if the answer is, will they still be around in five years' time? The answer is, well, probably not. Guess what? The data goes somewhere. Somebody will buy that information. That is of huge value, and it might be one of their larger competitors. 
So don't think that you can circumvent this by uh, avoiding the, the large player, the, the big fish in the pond, and going to one of the minnows, going to one of their smaller competitors, uh, and feeling that that will uh, insulate your data better than if you'd just given it to the big fish in the first place. It doesn't work that way. That company owns that data. If that company gets liquidated, that data's got some degree of value. The creditors are going to want to get their hands on that value and that data will be sold. It'll be sold to the highest bidder and that highest bidder is likely to be their biggest competitors. So be very, very mindful, real estate agents around the world, as to who it is that you hand your client's information over to. So a little uh, hack that I mentioned at the top of the podcast today was around um, uh, Facebook. And this is just going to be something really super simple, but it's something that I noticed that real estate agents that are moving into the video space are really ignoring, and that is video length. So um, if you upload a video to Facebook from your phone, then you wouldn't be privy to uh, all of the um, the criteria and the boxes that need to be ticked in order for that video uh, to be successfully uh, assimilated into the algorithm. Um, and there are some uh, checks uh, that you do need to make. And one of them is around video length. And time and time again, we've got videographers and real estate agents thinking that a property video is like a TV commercial. When in fact, it isn't. It is actually something completely different. And it can be a great long form content. But I'll say to you, even if your personal preferences and prejudices lean you towards having a shorter property video, for whatever reason that might be, that is completely cool. And maybe, maybe you'll um, put that onto the uh, real estate portals uh, and, and with uh, some high degree of success and understanding that it is very difficult to maintain somebody's attention for three to four minutes as an initial point of marketing. But I would say that if somebody's already on the website and they've already looked at all the photos and they've already got a, a strong sense of what the property has to offer, they're probably going to invest that little bit more time in watching a fuller length video. Uh, the difference between a, a minute 30 and a three minute video uh, isn't dramatic. But to that person that is uh, really focused and concentrated on uh, that particular property and are really weighing up whether or not they're going to spend the next 20 years of their life there, they'll probably take the, the time, that extra minute and a half to watch a three minute video as opposed to the minute and a half video you might have a preference for at the moment. The um, The other major reason though is if you have any ambition of deploying that video on Facebook, the algorithm is just not going to pick it up and give you the free runs on the board that good organic reach um, uh, has to provide you if only you provide adequate video length. Now, if you can't think that, you know, if you've got a property video and you feel like you're really stretching it to get to the three minute mark, then you might want to look at some suggestions. As long as the video is three minutes long, it doesn't have to be the property video three minutes long. Maybe you'll end your property video with some helpful hints and tips. Uh, maybe uh, you'll provide um, some uh, information about yourself um, and, and strengthen your personal branding towards the end of that video. Whatever it is that you do, um, you just need to tip it over three minutes. Now, the fundamental reason for why the algorithm prefers a longer length video is, is really simple. And when you grasp that, you, you'll probably have a greater appreciation as to why it's worth just dropping your prejudices about having shorter video content to maintain people's attention and look to make uh, the absolute most of the free organic reach that's available to you if only you comply with Facebook standards for video. Now, the way that the algorithm works is to 
Simply keep your attention on Facebook for as long as possible. Facebook hates it when you link out to one of its major competitors, whether that's, say, News Limited or even YouTube. It, it really, this is very, very simple. Um, there's, uh, why would Facebook or want to send you to its major competitors? Um, if you were shopping in Coles, you wouldn't hear them say, oh, why don't you go and just check the prices at Woolworths and then maybe come back? It doesn't happen. Um, Facebook makes its money not through uh, how many people are on the platform at any given point in time. It doesn't make its money from anything other than advertising. And so in order to make its money, it needs to maintain your attention on the site for as long as possible. So if you're watching videos, and, and I'm sure you're all familiar with the video feed that's now uh, on Facebook, that has been for some time, and you're watching 30 second videos, the chances of you stopping uh, stopping this watching videos after three or four of those 30 second videos is quite high. Um, and certainly higher than you hanging in there to watch the end of a four minute video. And so as a result, the longer video is preferred by the algorithm. It keeps your attention on the platform for longer. Now, if you've got a high relevancy score and the information is really specific to the demographic that you're, uh, that you're trying to appeal to, um, then that will work even better. But even great content that's beautifully tailored and curated specifically for a demographic, if it's a video and it's less than three minutes, just isn't going to get the organic reach it deserves. So there's my tip for anybody who's having some difficulty around Facebook and, and has experimented with video but and hasn't found the promise of video uh, living up to uh, the expectations, then uh, perhaps consider video length and maybe even go back to some of those videos that you've already, uh, already created and uh, add a little bit of length to the end with a helpful hint or a tip or something, something that's got some value and then re-upload the video and see how your numbers improve. I'm Dave Sobridge from Real. It's an absolute pleasure to bring you this podcast every week. Um, certainly, if you have enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe. I'd certainly appreciate it. You'll then receive notifications whenever new episodes become available. Thanks so much again for tuning in and I'll look forward to bringing you a whole lot more next time.